Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Indeed. Are you out there? Are you listening? Happy Tuesday, folks. It is April 20th, 4 2021. Uh, the, the anniversary for. Uh, for those who love uh, the cannabis plant, indeed, today we are expecting the announcement of the Chauvin trial uh, verdict outcome. Uh, the verdict uh, of the case should be coming any minute here. So you're looking live at the courtroom right there. Uh, after hours of sequestered deliberation, the jury in the Derek Chauvin trial has reached a decision. And that decision will be coming momentarily. Before that, however, they they will be each reading their last wills to ensure their affairs are in order before giving a verdict. <laughs> yes, we reached a, vid- a verdict pretty quickly, but most of our time deliberating was actually spent on legal Zoom, getting our affairs in order, said the ner- one nervous juror <clears throat> who was decked out in Kevlar and a vir- fireproof hazmat suit. We will be reading our wills aloud, so there will be witnesses just in case the peaceful protesters murder us all. Ex- experts are saying the jury will be fair and impartial in spite of the fact that a sitting U.S. congressman called for riots, the sitting president called for a guilty verdict, and there are a thousand pitchfork and torch-wielding rioters right outside the doors. Biden has sent the National Guard helicopter to pick up the jurists at the courthouse and bring them home safely as long as they reach... His preferred verdict, uh, Babylon B, was some more freaking fire uh, today and probably more real news than uh, anything. Uh, one of the other things that, um, that I have up that I'm monitoring for you guys here today is this screen. There are, this is a feed from right outside uh, the courthouse there, as you can see. Um, agitators already on site, getting people worked up, trying to get people fired up. And, uh, you know, they'll be, I'm sure... No shortage of actual calls for violence on this day. That's for sure. You're also looking over here. If you guys want to check out some bitch I know, she's got a couple of feeds up there uh, checking out uh, the uh, the status of when that comes up. But you can, you can find that here. So just hang out with us if you want. I'll get, I'll, we'll break to this as soon as we find out more. But we have special guest Mark Paquita in the house. But first I want to let you know is check out the foxhole.app when you guys get time. Do me a favor. Grab the link to the foxhole.app and uh, post it in your favorite uh uh, social media or wherever, uh, send an email to somebody say, hey, check out this platform. This is something neat, something new. It's just everyday patriots who are trying to get the word out about what's happening in the world. This is the foxhole.app right here. And you, as you can see, we are looking live right now. And I do see now the judge coming to the bench. And so we are expecting any moment here for there to be uh, something on that front. So let me get everything prepped here for, for that. Uh, 
do me a favor. Share the Foxhole.app out there. Support them. Buy those dudes a cup of coffee when you guys get a minute. Those guys are working hard to support free speech platforms. Finally, check out BrothersUncensored.com. You can find all the links to the podcast. Just search Brothers Uncensored and Podcast. You'll be able to find us uh, there easily. Click on the store. The store's live now. Check it out when you get time. Click here on Underground all Printing. Right. It'll bring you straight to the store, and you can see sweet T-shirts, new hats, stuff like that. Your favorite gear, and I want my News Uncensored shirts are all available now. Check that out when you guys get time. I hope you guys will will, uh, will grab some of those and help support the channel and get some sweet gear. Help advertise for us, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you want to help support us, do me a favor. Share the stream. That'd be the best way to do it. Just tell somebody to come check us out. Cash app, Patreon, PayPal. The other ways you can do that, you click on Patreon and join our Patreon. Give us you know five bucks a month, man, uh, and we'll get you guys access to our private Discord, at which point you guys can get access to... The private uh, Discord server, DLive didn't launch. Well, that's a problem, isn't it? Uh, let me welcome uh, my guests in here, Bro Joe and uh, um, Joe Mark Bakita. As I see the judge coming out right this second, so we're going to cut over to that here momentarily. Uh, Joe, uh, welcome everyone into the show here. Please, please hey, everybody. Yep, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, glad to see everybody out there. Happy Taco 420 Tuesday for everybody out there. Uh, I, I see a lot of people out there. Glenn, Patricia. Judge is is on is reading it right now. Let me kick over to this right now. All right, go ahead, brother. Count one, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony. Find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.44 p.m. Signed, juror four person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count two. We, the jury in the above entitled matter, as to count two, third degree murder, perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April, 2021, at 1.45 p.m. <coughs> Signed by jury four person, juror number 19. Same caption, verdict count three. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to count three, second-degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed to this 20th day of April 2021 at 1.45 p.m. Jury four person 019. Members of the jury, I'm now going to ask you individually if these are your true and correct verdicts. Please respond yes or no. Juror number two, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number nine, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 19, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 27, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 44, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 52, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 55, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 79, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 85, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 89, is this your, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 91, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Juror number 92, are these your true and correct verdicts? Yes. Are these your verdicts, so say you one, so say you all? Yes. 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 Members of the jury, I find that uh, the verdicts as read reflect the will of the jury and will be filed accordingly. I have to thank you on behalf of the people of the state of Minnesota for not only jury service, but heavy-duty jury service. What I'm going to ask you to do now is to follow the deputy back into your usual room, and I will join you in a few minutes to answer questions and to advise you further. So all rise for the jury. I'm pretty sure I heard guilty on all counts. Is that correct? 
Alright, please be seated. We'll go back on this one more time. Make sure we You're muted. Members of the jury, I understand you have a verdict. Just going back and checking this one more time, make sure we heard this correctly, guys. Members of the jury, I will now read the verdicts as they will appear in the permanent records of the 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota, County of Hennepin, District Court, 4th Judicial District. State of Minnesota Plaintiff versus Derek Michael Chauvin, Defendant. Verdict, Count 1. Court File Number 27, CR 20-12646. We, the jury, in the above entitled matter as to Count 1, unintentional second-degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. This verdict agreed nope. to this 20th day That's of April, 2021 at 1.44 p.m. So, there we go. Signed juror um, four-person, juror number Looks like 19. they got their way, um, irregardless of the facts. Same the caption, me, verdict count two. Let me kick over to, real quick here, to the reaction on the ground, and you can pretty much tell that they got what they wanted. Here is, uh, here is audio and video on the ground here now. So, yeah, um, there you go. Uh, that's about all we need to really cover. Um, they're going to call this justice. Uh, and I don't know really really how to call this justice in any really fair way. Um, to be completely honest with you, I uh, the justice system in this country has become a laughable disaster. Um, and I just, I, you know, I mean, you have... You had you had the left going after President Trump like every chance they got baiting him into trying to mess uh, with obstruction on, on cases where there were fraudulent documents submitted against him. And now you had yesterday Joe Biden tampering with this election, saying that he thinks Chauvin should be convicted for manslaughter and third degree murder. Um, it is this is just extremely irresponsible of the president of the United States to the day before a trial's verdict is read to 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 pontificate on it uh, in any kind of way in the public. Uh, president Trump was very careful to not be playing any kind of games like that when when uh, he was president, even though the media tried to go after him every chance they got. Um, let me get uh, Mark Paquita in here, who has been watching the, the breaking news with us. Just, Mark, let me get your initial reaction and thoughts. I'm, um, I'm shocked that it was guilty on all counts. And... I'm shocked because I watched most of these proceedings and the prosecution did at best an amateurish job. And there were so many holes that were blown into their case. I can't help but believe that there, there, there is an opportunity on appeal for a mistrial because not only I mean, when you've got the president of the United States weighing in, telling people how they should act on this, and the jury isn't sequestered? Maxine Waters, the jury isn't sequestered? Uh, I wouldn't want to go on trial for a parking ticket. 
in that situation. What do you think, Joe? I think it's just sad. That's the only thing I can really say, to be honest with you. There's got to be tons of cops out there right now that are just like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't even, I don't even want to be a cop anymore. This is, this is just, it's crazy, man. But it's a clown world that we're living in right now, right? I mean, it literally is. And we all knew that the two-tier justice system, you know, depending on what's best for political motives, that's what they're going to go with. Amen. That's definitely what we're seeing. Um, you know, I, this this reeks of cover-up, which is why, you know, we become conspiracy theorists because the, the story behind Chauvin and illicit and or illegal counterfeit uh, uh, money the way that that tied into what was happening at the border and other areas uh, during that same time, there was a string of events that happened there that seemed to be what could have been some type of insider workings with uh, the government there. And so to me, this seems like, look, if you play the game and do what you're supposed to do, uh, you know, you're, you're part of the protected class. And I, that really is what it feels like to me with the Chauvin thing. There's too much there. This guy was involved in a lot of criminal endeavors that had to have been linked to officials at the very least. Something was going on there. I don't know exactly what. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like I do know for sure. It just seems to me there's something odd going on there. Um, so here's the question: <laughs> Tonight, are we gonna watch uh, as uh, we still see the city of uh, of Minneapolis get destroyed again? Is, is that are we gonna? Is this what we're anticipating now? Are, we, are these people gonna finally uh, show a little bit of uh, civility in their lives? I, I personally hope that we don't see riots and vandalism and arson and destruction of property, but I'm not holding my breath. And I understand the mayor of uh, Minneapolis was almost calling for riots, no matter what the verdict was in a press conference today, I believe. I, I just saw a little kind of thing on it. Maxine uh, Waters. We yesterday, on. we had that where she's she's out there saying we're going to stay in the streets and we're going to we're going to keep we're going to stay yep. in the streets until she yeah, needs to be impeached. She needs to be impeached. Yeah, that, that's the bottom line. And I'm going to fight for that right up until the May third primary, and if I win that, right up until the general election as a candidate. No, she is. It's evil a, human being. You know how it is. It's an uphill battle. You know, uh, there's there's people in the house that introduce these bills, and then they get uh, they get silenced for the rest of their time while they're in office. It's it's um it's a you're going into man one hell of a fight, and I got I got to respect the hell out of you for getting into it. Um, uh, you know, just um man, the people who fight for the best of what Americans need and want in their lives are the ones who get targeted. Man, I'm just so worried about that for you, man. But you've got to be able so so so. Abe, you know this, right? I mean, you don't, I didn't do this. How'd I put it? I'm not naive. I didn't do this because uh, I think it's going to be an easy path. I did it because it's not an easy path. Yeah. And God has gifted me with a great family the financial stability or foundation to be able to do this without pay. No one can harm me financially unless they're going to go after somehow my, my investment accounts. And trust me, if that happens, I will find them 
Okay. Right. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I will find them. All right. Uh, we are, we are fighting for our, um, our, our livelihood, our future, our lives. And we, I will be really interested in seeing how the mainstream media portrays this verdict and what they say about it. I'm going to bet this. I'm going to bet they're going to start on something that talks about how he was undercharged, that he should have been charged with first degree murder because yeah. they're never satisfied. No, the, the OAN headline right now. America braces for riots as jury jury finds Chauvin guilty on all charges. <laughs> and that's just it. It's like every, I mean, there was a report about Illinois and Pritzker sending a national guard because of the, because of this trial, you know, other States are doing the same shit. They're all just like pumping it up. Like they want it to happen. You know, it's, it's, it's sickening to watch. And, and sadly, I think, you know, as soon as sunset su- sunset hits, I believe uh, that's when the shit's really going to start. I I mean, unless they try to knock it out right away. It always does. Yeah. And Maxine Waters, I I believe uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has filed to censor her, I believe, or somebody did. No, I think to impeach her. Oh, it's to impeach her. I think she wants her out to to expel her, as I think. There we go. That's that's perfect. To expel her, because I don't think it's impeachment. It's expulsion. Dude, I absolutely uh, love Marjorie Taylor Greene and what she stands for. I mean, she's she's got a set of balls on her, I tell you. <laughs> she wants That's to fight for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, Mark, let me get your um your take on the interesting uh, you know, today is 4/2021. It's um the uh the uh anniversary for for those who prefer uh, cannabis for uh self-medicating. The Safe Banking Act states that proceeds from legitimate cannabis businesses will not be considered illegal. It would direct federal regulators to craft rules for how they would supervise such banking activity. Why would you just refresh in the middle of me reading your article? Really? Uh, Banks and credit unions have largely avoided serving cannabis firms because of the gap between federal and state laws. Cannabis is illegal under the federal law, but three dozen states have legalized medical or recreational use of the drug financial firms that work with a cannabis company, however, risk steep federal penalties, even in states that have legalized the drug. So, you know, our discussion kind of pre-show Mark uh, talking about how, you know, I'm with you in general, this, this uh, should be a state's issue. But the problem is, is the federal banking and the federal laws are causing problems with the moving of the money. What's your thoughts on this idea in general? Do you do you do you support states legalization of uh, of marijuana? I'm assuming that you would say if the state votes for it. Um, but nonetheless, what's your take on this uh, topic in general? So so I've got a lot of opinions, not opinions. I've got a lot of what I think are constitutional um, perspectives on this. And I'm sorry, I'm it's dark in here. I have a I'm in a room that has so much sunlight blasting in. I've got the everything closed and. So I look like I'm uh, on some, uh, I should, my voice should be going like this, but <laughs> you're good. But, but, um, or witness protection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the 60 minute, 60 minutes thing. Um, <laughs> so let me tell you about this. Um, no. So, so first of all, um, 
we, I'm a state's rights person, right? I'm a small government, small federal government, stick to the constitution. We've been through this before, so I won't bore people with it. So in terms of legalizing marijuana cannabis, the federal government has absolutely no reason to be in that conversation whatsoever. And here's the way you do it. I have a PDF of the constitution. And every time I get a question like this from someone, I do a screen share, like in a, in a town hall or whatever is Zoom. I do a screen share. I pull up the, the constitution with its amendments and I do a search on cannabis or drugs or smoking weed or getting high or whatever. And I always get zero hits, zero, right? Zero. And it's because it's not a federal issue. Okay, neither is banking in banking these companies. I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, 60 Minutes did a thing with this, this woman who had been in private equity and she was lured into working for, for, for big money, working as the CEO of a cannabis company in, in uh, Colorado. And they showed this company and their, their facilities. And it was like something out of Monsanto's wildest dreams, okay? It was a manufacturing facility and it was controlled and everything else. And then they go into her office and behind her desk is this big old safe that looked like it came from the, like the 1800s. And they said to her, what is that? Like, is that something? And she's like, that is where we keep all of our money because no one will bank us. So we have millions of dollars in there that we use for payroll and all the rest. If that isn't a, the prime like situation for organized crime, I don't know what is, right? No 1099s, no ability for someone to subpoena bank records. It's absolutely ridiculous. And our lawmakers who have been holding this up are absolute idiots. How's that? You're absolutely right. Um, the question of banking is going to continue to become a problem. There's going to be more states that are going to move towards legalization of some kind of marijuana and the moving of money uh, you know, I mean, if, if you're a, a business person who is following the laws of your state um, and you're, you're making, you know, all kinds of money, raising, raising taxes for the, the state, the rest is what they're saying, all of those things. But yet you have problems moving money around banking institutions that only brings up uh, organized crime banking and other style stuff. So I do believe I do believe that. The federal government in this case should do something as far as the Safe Banking Act. I don't know that this legislation, I haven't read it yet. I want to show this for you guys here. Uh, this is the uh, this is the legislation itself, um, which is, for some reason, I'm having a hard time pulling this up. There we go. Um, H.R. 1996, uh, Safe Banking Act of 2021. I, the only thing I did was a quick dive on this. I didn't read the text yet because it's probably all mired in banking rules that you're just never going to be able to truly understand. So who knows what this thing actually does? I'll just put that out there for you guys. 
But the thing that I found interesting, this has 180 co-sponsors. So you would think, right, so it's like all of the left-wing Democrats from pot-smoking states, right, like Deborah Lee. That one makes sense. Of course it does. But Steve Stivers, who, by the way, is uh, in Ohio, 15 over by you, Mark, uh, just announcing his uh, quick retirement. You, you got any scuttlebutt on Steve Stivers real quick? Yeah, Steve Stivers is essentially another rhino sellout. I mean, so I got into an exchange with Steve on social media because he decided to try to, um, you know, basically disparage me for being a citizen candidate who didn't know what they were talking about. And he kept doubling down to the point where he was just, I think I had him embarrassed, but I mean, you look at his voting record, okay? Go to the American Conservative Union's listing of uh, lifetime conservative voting records. Jim Jordan is at 100% up at the top. Steve Stivers is down with, like, um, Jim Renacci, who's running for governor, and Rob Portman, who, who, I mean, they're almost... Blue, right? So, so the Republicans their, are red. Their idols it, are uh, Mitt Romney, huh? Yeah, exactly. They're down there with him and like Fred Upton and all those guys. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so here's the Fred deal. Fred another one. I'm glad yeah. you named him. These people don't want to work for a living. So they will do and say anything to keep their office. And that's basically what I told Stivers. I'm like, dude. You know you're not the reason you're not running again for the for Congress is you know you're going to get beat because you've allowed you've allowed your district to become blue. You've done that, not me. Okay, and and there's been no gerrymandering or anything. Nothing's changed since he was last elected, and now you want to run for Senate because you don't want to go to work. Like he's like a brigadier general in the National Guard or whatever. And I've got a buddy who knows him and is like, yeah, there's no way any he would have gotten that if he wasn't in politics. Right. It was like a foregone conclusion he yep. would get it because he's in politics. Right. And the and the military wants to that's the way they lobby, right? Yeah. And so he and, and, and I love the 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 announcement. Well, he's not gonna like after lots of deliberation, he's not going to run for Senate. Let me tell you, I I would certainly beat him. I think so I'm going to win. So another one who can't get elected, who's who is yeah. get, who sees the writing on the wall. Yeah, but I think every one of the people in the race would beat him. See, like, tell like, me again how that's not a major good news story that no one is talking about. This is happening not just in Ohio. This is happening all over the United States of America. People who are are pushing these radical ideas and or have been proven themselves as rhinos. Uh, the, the, the conservative right, the, the middle right, people call conservative far right. Conservative is not far right. Conservative is middle right. They can label it all they want, but it is by no right. means a, a radical ideology to have a, a constitutional small-based government based on federalist principles. That's not radical. That's centrist. And this country is centrist. And what we saw in 2020 is something that Joe and I have been trying to, to pounce up as that big good news story. And that is Trump MAGA candidates killed it in 2020. Right, right. I, so we, we are bringing on some really young, great people onto our campaign. And they said, 
when I heard you talk about how conservatism, like, like people think conservatism is almost like anarchy, right? You're like, you want to abolish government. I don't want to abolish government. Government has a role in society. But if you look at what our founding fathers did and how brilliant it was, they were like, man, we do not need another monarchy. We need the smallest federal government to keep the union together. And what is it going to do? Protect our borders, protect us from people who want to do us harm, uh, foreign relations, have good relations with people around the world. And I submit that in, also includes foreign trade. Make sure that, that the, the rules for commerce within all the 50 states, or at that time, 13 colonies, are the same. So it's consistent and nobody's playing games, yeah. right? And then you could argue coinage and a common currency. And common defense. It. I'll, I'll add common it. defense. And then you in the states can do what you want. So if you want to have s- silly environmental rules that don't make any sense, California, God bless you. You do it. You pay for it. Ohio, you want a minute. You don't want to have the minimum wage that California does because their inflation is out of, out of, out of whack. Their prices are out of whack. Great. You do that. This is like, people are like, oh, you just want to tell us how to live. I'm like, no, that's exactly what we don't want to do as conservatives. We want government off our back. We want our neighbors off our back. We don't want to be judged. Just leave us alone. Get off our freaking lawns, right? Like, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, those are trying to call in. We take calls over the second hour, so if you, it's going to be a good half hour, 40-minute wait for you. Uh, if you want to wait that long, feel free to, but we'll take calls at the second hour for you guys. Joe, any thoughts on on that in general and you know the role of the federal government, the way that they label us as this right-wingers and the rest? Well, yeah, first off, uh, I saw an article yesterday. Uh, I forgot where I saw it, but Illinois last year did a billion dollars worth of marijuana sales. Uh, it's just unbelievable the amount of revenue um, that it's creating. Now, as we well know, Chicago and Illinois is just uh, an absolute swamp. So who knows really where that money is going to, but it, you know, it's, it's a huge revenue for the state. So if we can get the right people in place uh, to actually spread that out, you know, correctly, uh, throughout the state, that would be fantastic. First and foremost. Um, secondly, Mark, you have been on fire on Facebook. Um, if anybody doesn't follow you, uh, your troll level has picked up a bit and I absolutely love watching some of your, <laughs> some of your stuff on Facebook, your interactions with people. Um, you're super laid back, super calm and super to the point. And I absolutely love it. You encourage, you kind of encourage that open dialect and stuff like that. So, um, that's exactly it that's exactly it just an open exchange of ideas without being shamed or or canceled or whatever and call me a racist man do it just do it because i've got my i mean they're literally cut and paste responses now because i have to do it so many times it's like uh yeah right yeah you know how to do them you're doing good our metrics metrics are through the roof yeah, I was gonna uh, say I could tell because you nine hundred percent growth week over week. That is what I love to hear. That's yeah. what I love to hear. That's gonna continue, Mark, because you have a great platform, you have a great message, and you're a great person, great heart. That's all that matters. Thank people you, want people Thank with a good heart. 
Yeah. Um, and, and that's what that you, we need somebody like you in DC passion today. Uh, the, I'm, I need four minutes of your time, Mark. Uh, I hate to, I hate to kind of have you sitting here waiting, just listening to me, but this is worth the listen. The Federalist came out with an article today called the federal government is caught buying fresh flesh yeah. of aborted babies who could have survived as preemies. Americans should be outraged their government participates in the wide-scale human trafficking operation that created a market for harvesting the organs of murdered infants. This is the world that we live in. Last week, legal accountability group Judicial Watch dropped a bombshell, a nearly 600-page report proving the U.S. government has been buying and trafficking fresh aborted baby parts. These baby parts purchased by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to humanize mice, and test biologic drugs and scientific experiments came from babies up to 24 weeks old gestation, just weeks from being born. While Americans may be used to, used to hearing pro-lifers beat the warning drum on abortion groups, harvesting bo- babies' bodies and selling them for research, who hasn't heard of that lawsuit against David Deladin, uh, I don't know how to say his last name, sorry, who exposed Planned Parenthood haggling over baby lungs and livers at dinner parties. This time, the U.S. government was the one trafficking baby parts. Recent emails uncovered by Judicial Watch between FDA employees and the California-based Advanced Bioresources Resources Group prove the agency spent tens of thousands of dollars buying aborted babies for unethical scientific experiments between 2012 and 2018. In 2018, the Trump administration terminated the contract, halting government fetal tissue research due to concerns that the contracts were unlawful. Judicial Watch's new FOIA request adds 575 pages of records to its existing 2019 lawsuit. They were caught red-handed. This is not the first time the ABR has been in the spotlight as the company was under congressional investigation for its long-standing involvement in fetal tissue trafficking. One of the oldest fetal tissue procurement firms, the company makes millions every year by harvesting organs like lungs, livers, eyeballs, brains from aborted baby parts, as well as reselling them at a profit. Emails between the FDA officials and ABR employees reveal disturbing conversations as they collaborate to buy and sell aborted baby fetuses. Recordings, uh, excuse me, records indicate ABR was paid $12,000 upfront per baby, some survivable out of the womb between the gestational age of 16 to 24 weeks. Most purchases for intact thymuses and livers shipped fresh on wet ice, quote unquote. With the callousness of picking a cut of meat from a butcher shop, the FDA doctor requests tissues samples by procure, uh, be procured from a baby boy as they claim, quote, it's strongly preferred to have a male fetus if at all possible, but undetermined sex or female is better than no tissue, unquote. Even more appalling is an ABR employee complaining about the difficulty of identifying the sex of aborted babies. We only check uh, external genitalia, and if it's not there, we have no way of telling. The fact that techs are unable to identify the sex of aborted babies is no surprise to those familiar with the barbaric nature of abortion procedures, which require clinic staff to piece together mangled remains of babies after their limbs and organs are torn apart. If these casual orders weren't horrific enough... More emails confirm that the FDA bought organs of babies who were aborted well after 20 weeks of gestation after the time a baby 
whoops, usually can survive outside the womb. Outside the womb. If nothing else, this confirms the reality of late-term abortions in the United States, which pro-abortion cheerleaders have denied for decades. Last couple paragraphs. When an ABR employee reassured the FDA that they were working with doctors who perform late-term abortions, he admitted some tissue was unusable from a procedure that injects a poison called, called uh, digoxin into the baby, which uh, destroys its cells and tissues. Once the chemical has done its work, an intact dead baby was delivered. This method makes fetal tissue specimens unusable in experiments uh, with uh, digoxin digoxin off, off the table. Yeah, digoxin. Digoxin off the table. The likelihood partial birth, birth abortions were used is sickingly high. These conversations should shock even those who are pro-abortion, most of whom believe in significant term restrictions. Babies at this level of development possess all uh, all characteristics necessary for surviving life outside the womb, and premature children born as young as 21 weeks go on to lead healthy, thriving lives. Okay, this is a final... Uh, um, conclusion here and then we'll let you we'll get your guys's comments on this these gruesome experts are just a sample of Rutgers substantiating a 2019 lawsuit judicial watch filed against hhs which houses the fda in march this year a federal court ordered the agency to release records it withheld about purchasing of organs aborted babies saying it found reason to question the transactions violated federal law the court's decision found that the u.s government uh, bought second trimester livers thymuses, brains, eyes, and lungs for hundreds of dollars apiece from ABR, stating ABR could collect over $2,000 on a single fetus it purchased uh, for $60. And the federal government uh, participated in this potentially illicit trade for years. So what, they're paying uh, hospitals $60 for these fetuses? Is that Or in abortion clinics? Is that how that works? Americans should be outraged their government participates in this wide-scale human trafficking operation that created a market for harvesting, harvesting organs of murdered infants. In no humane society should such a violation of the human body and dignity occur in which babies' eyes are harvested immediately upon death. Organs marketed based on sex and, a, and personhood attributed to mice but not children. Until demanded otherwise, our society is complicit in unchecked abuse of the commodification of preborn children. Moral urgency is incumbent on us to, to condemn these atrocities sanctioned by the federal government's lead medical researchers and fight to stop them. We may lose more battles before we win, but we cannot say we never knew. All right. A, somewhat of a, a lengthy read, but it, I think worth the time. Uh, Mark, your thoughts on that article? Well, so you know my feeling on abortion, right? It's 2021. We have solutions to keep it from happening. It's an absolutely heinous, barbaric procedure, and it just needs to stop. And we need to do things as much as possible to prevent it. Uh, birth control over the counter, education, and all the rest. But that the federal government, so first of all, the whole abortion thing should not be, there should be no discussion about it, the federal government. Again, go to the Constitution, pull it up on a PDF, do a control F, go up to the little box, put in abortion, whatever. It's not in the Constitution. It Based on the 10th Amendment, it goes to the states. Okay, so first of all, the fact that the federal government is involved in this is not only unconstitutional, but it's probably illegal, like criminally yes. illegal. yes. And these people should be held accountable. They should be charged with crimes and go to jail. This is, 
this is absolutely despicable and evil to me. That's all I can say. Like, well, what, what, what else am I supposed what, to what say? Can, what else can Talking you say? Talking about body parts as if, uh, yeah, let me have that ribeye over there. And boy, I'd, I'd sure like a little oxtail over here. You've got to be kidding me. It's, um, it's an example of the fall of our society. And here's what it's really about. China has been doing this for a very long time and doing experiments on, on genetic research, and they probably have several breakthroughs on this front. We're falling behind on that front, and so the competition gets brought up and for, forget the ethics of it because uh, how, how can we let somebody else become the, the, leading, uh, you know, the leading country on uh, genetic research? Joe, what do you think, man? Um, it's crazy. I just saw another article. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't, but I had mentioned it before the show about Tennessee also putting into a uh, law about, um, aborted, uh, babies have to be either buried or burned. And I'm like, why are we even having this discussion? Like, well, wh- I'll tell you why we're having that discussion. Okay. Let me jump in here. We're having that discussion because we have to attack this problem, this social cultural problem from every angle. As Abe said to me in terms of my campaign, he gave me some of the, the, the wisest uh, advice for my campaign months ago, months ago. He said, Mark, you need to be firing from every angle all the time. Do you remember that, Abe? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is one of those things, right? So this law passed in Ohio and a Democrat ju- judge in, in Cincinnati said, oh, I'm going to buy off on the fact that these clinics, these b- abortion clinics, these murder factories can't, uh, how would you put it, uh, comply with the regulations so i'm going to give them more time now let me ask you a question okay (laughs) if a gun control law got passed do you think i'd be or you would be able to say i've got my beretta up there i've got my smith and wesson i've got my glock those are my three right right and i'm i can't turn them in fast enough because my car isn't working and it will take, I'm a, I got a back problem and I can't walk to the police department by the time they're due. Or, what do you think would happen? Or, We'd be arrested. This or would the left, would the left crap. wait, allow that delay crap. when, when, uh, a, would the left allow that delay when, when, uh, a corporation was polluting the waters of, I don't know, Flint, Michigan. Right. Would they right. say, oh, we, we, we don't have time for this new regulation. Give us a little more, right? Well, Obama did. In Flint, Obama did. He was okay with that. Remember? <laughs> And just drink the water like what a, what, a, what an ass but joe getting back to that on one hand it's like it's disgusting we have to have these laws in place but on the other hand that is another pressure point to make people understand that something is happening here it's just not like a piece of waste paper that you're going to throw in the garbage i mean you wouldn't do that to the remains of your grandfather or grandmother right yeah, absolutely. They've got to be properly buried or cremated. Yeah, it's just yet, unbelievable. Yet, yet it's like, just throw out fetal or embryonic remains in the garbage into the dumpster behind the clinic. I mean, you know what scares me about this, too? What really scares me about this, Mark, is we're not allowed to. It's it's like the, the racism debate or the, the police shootings debate. We're not allowed to have an intellectual discussion about this. People just shut it down and they don't want to hear it. And here's the thing. If if we aren't allowed to have this discussion, 
that's just going to cause more outrage and more problems in the future. It, it's we have to make sure that we're addressing this issue. And I appreciate you taking your time to uh, to you know uh, vent a little bit on it because it's so it's so hard to want to have a a legitimate thought on it because it's just so hard to understand that we're actually allowing this to happen still here in America today. Uh, yeah, Mark, just, uh, just real uh, quick uh, in chat there uh, is Jamie's cash uh, or James, I don't know, Jamie's cash or James cash Planned Parenthood. Oh, it just jumped. Planned Parenthood uses your tax dollars to pay for abortion. And then it jumped again. There it goes. And then sells the organs to make a hundred percent profit. The FDA is using your tax dollars to buy these organs as they are in the top buyers in these organs. And then uses that taxpayer dollars to lobby Congress for leftist policies that are satanic and Marxist at best. Um, Joe, let's go. let's continue this talk a little bit. Uh, Mark, I wanted to give you a chance, uh, and I'll give you a chance to think about this while I'm just saying hello in the chat. To, if there was anything that was on your mind that you wanted to get off your chest, today, I'll give you a moment here to, to ga- gather your thoughts on that front. So otherwise, I'll move to the next topic. I want to say hello to Deb Toria. Uh, let me get everyone. Let me say hello to everyone over there in the Twitch fam because the Twitch fam has been very loyal to the show. I appreciate you guys very much, Deb, Chris, Toria, um, uh, and others. I think there's. I, I lost the rest of my chat there, but appreciate you guys over there in uh, in in Twitch. Sorry about that, uh, Foxhole. Just V, big fucking hammer in the house. The Texan, good to see you, brother. Amy Joe, God loves you as well. And uh, Lazarus James, thanks, thanks very much. Mark, is there anything that you wanted to get off your chest today to the last uh, ten minutes of the show here? Yeah, I would say that right now, and, and this just hit me, I'm watching Keith Ellison, you know, the guy who loves Antifa and beat up his girlfriend, yeah. talk about justice in the Chauvin case. <laughs> Keith Ellison is a piece of crap. Yeah, okay? yes, he is. Everybody needs to understand that. They need to research him. He yeah. will run for other office. This guy is a despicable human. He being. should be in jail is what he should be, but exactly. he's in that protected class that, uh, you know, you play the game and, and you do what you're told and um, you'll get, uh, you'll move your way from, you know, DNC head where you, where you manipulated uh, elections and the rest and screwed over Bernie. Uh, you'll get a promotion to a Minnesota attorney general. That's how that works. So. Right. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable world we live in, man. It's pathetic. I- <laughs> I don't know why we're, we're all of us seem to be worked up tonight. It, it's, it's like, it, and I was at a, Man, uh, I'm not saying a, that it, cops a good cop, but this shit pisses me off. This is not due process. And this is, this is the contributing to the downfall of America. This is just a, a horrific day for due process and for the rule of law in America, man. Well, and for law enforcement officers, because yeah. here's what they're going to do, right? They're going to decide, you know what? not getting involved in this situation, just going to put my, keep my firearm in its holster. I'm going to get back in the vehicle and I'm going back to the station. There will be more dead cops because there will be more dead cops because of today. Who gets hurt the most in those situations? The people who most need the help. Yep. It's not going to be me. Dublin, Ohio cops, man, they're awesome. They'll still be here. Every Me and every one of my neighbors has multiple firearms, and we, we won't be afraid to use them if we're attacked. We understand our rights and, and our responsibility. Crime went up last year on a new record for the first time in decades, um, and these are the policies, the stupid policies brought in by leftist Marxists who don't believe, who actually believe in anarchy, I think. I mean, what, what's no policing? Anarchy? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> what are we trying for here? What What is your goal? Can we talk seriously about your goal? If your goal is no police, then your then your goal is anarchy in the streets. Yeah, I mean, what what more could it be? I don't know, man. Uh, here's some good news, though. Let's shift to this real quick, and then we'll get to Joe's news blitz here in about uh, two minutes, Mark. So we got about two minutes to talk about this. RNC reportedly hauls in more than $17 million in March as uh, Rana McDaniel, I'll, I'll, I'll save her the displeasure of saying her maiden name, uh, set a new record for March pullings, $17.8 million during the month of March uh, which brings a grand total to $44 million for the first quarter of this year, which is a, a complete and total record for the RNC, outproducing the, the Democrats by, like, I want to say it was close to 3-1, to one, but I haven't seen the latest numbers. Um, I, there is great enthusiasm for President Trump. There's still a lot of love out there for him, no matter what the media wants to say. The people love him. They want him back, and they are not happy with where the world is right now, and they're, they're sending money to the RNC to show it. Yeah, I wish I wish they'd be sending it to candidates directly. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a candidate. I mean You're right though. I I wish they were sending it to candidates directly. I can get I can guarantee you that seventeen million if you looked at it is probably big corporate money. You're jackpot. <laughs> I don't think it's coming from people like you and me and Joe. Oh, that's a friggin' jackpot, man. And that's a perfect yeah. perfect spot yeah. to finish off the first segment of the show on. Guys, at the top of the hour, we'll be taking your guys' calls. For now, though, we have a quick rapid-fire segment the last 10 minutes of every uh, every uh, hour or of the first hour of the show is Joe's rapid-fire segment with news that's usually very interesting. Mark, here's the thing. Keep it quick, will you, buddy? <laughs> Let me play the rapid fire opener. 30 seconds of your time. We'll kick it and I'll kick it over to Joe. Stand by. All right, bro. Tell me what you saw on the news today that caught your eye. All right. Awesome, man. Appreciate that. Let's get over to the rapid fire now. If you give me the share screen. I was <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank late. you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. First off, I want to say a quick shout out to my sister, Dawn. Thank you very much. She sent me this uh, wall hanging Brothers Uncensored, the official logo. So thank you very much, Don. I really appreciate it. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I got mine today, too. I got it flattening out, getting it all ready. I'm going to figure out where I'm going to mount it. I'm going to have to – I'm in the process of deciding what I'm going to do with my studio, but I, I don't know. Go ahead, Joe. Keep it going. All right. Here we go, guys. So uh, first one that just came out today, 149 illegal uh, aliens crammed inside a trailer found in Texas. This is in Loretto. Um, I know nobody's surprised by this, but at the same time, it just seems like – it just keeps kicking up and more and more are coming over daily. Unbelievable. They're saying 3 million by the end of the year. It's crazy. So speaking of 420 today, marijuana activists offers free joints to vaccinated New Yorkers to mark 420. That's right. As long as you get your vaccine, you get a free joint. How awesome. <laughs> I'm sure so many uh, New Yorkers are lining up for that right now. Wow. I don't know what to say about that. Super interesting here. Breitbart, uh, you know, Huawei, or how do you say it? Huawei? Huawei. Huawei, Huawei shifts to self-driving cars to offset losses from poor reputation. 
I was like, oh, well, that's pretty interesting. We know that Trump was a huge reason why Huawei um, had a huge issue. He went after them hardcore. And uh, now it looks like they're going to try to change it up a little bit. And uh, they rolled out a major program to build self-driving cars on Sunday, seeking a leadership position as a supplier for the AI-driven market, even as international distrust for its telecom and internet service weakens the massive corporates corporation's existing business model. Any so now, ins- on that? now instead of wanting to control or have uh, access to all of your video, audio, and all data through through the phone, they want to have the government in control of a vehicle. <laughs> what could go wrong? Go figure. <laughs> like, unbelievable, right? Like, who would have thunk? <laughs> no, I know. I know. Uh, Gateway Pundit, racism uh, is an American problem, but Biden attorney, oh, God, G- General Merrick Garland parrots CCP talking points, trashes America. Again, um, no one's really surprised. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that seems about right. Um, nothing, you know, he says, look, racism is an American problem. Uh, Garland said that in an interview aired Monday uh, as the Chauvin case uh, wrapped up. Racism is American problem. I think hey. racism is a black problem, actually. If you really look at it, I'm going to say it flat out. I think racism is a black problem. There's not a racist problem in America. But I will also say this. This is a reason why Merrick Garland should be disqualified from Supreme Court. Yeah. Okay. I've done a lot of research on this topic, right? And I've talked to black academics who are conservative. This is absolute nonsense. We are the, and I've traveled around the world and I've experienced this myself. We are the least, least racist country in the world. Here's the problem we have. Here's what all of them say. Americans don't leave the country, so they get, don't get to experience other cultures. Or if they do, they're like, oh, I was overseas this year. Yeah, you, you spent a day at Senior Frogs in Cozumel. That is not overseas, okay? <laughs> I've been to Moscow. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to these countries, right? We are, the mainstream media is lying to us about racism, and the Democrats just keep piling on. It's total horse crap. Yeah, really I is. agree. Racism is a liberal problem, Karen Allen, 43. Nailed it. Good stuff, Karen Allen. Perfect. Perfect, Karen. Next one, U.S. Immigrations and Custom Enforcement. Illinois woman sentenced to prison on federal labor trafficking charge. What? That's right. Right here, right here in Chicago. Concepcion Melenic, 50, of Cicero, Illinois, pleaded guilty last year to one kind of labor trafficking uh, it says that uh, she controlled her victims every move, knowing with her whereabouts at all times, the exact amount of each paycheck she stole from them and what levers to push to keep them all in line. Basically, she said that she was going to report them to get them deported. Yeah. So that's there, how they kept them in line. There's our immigration policy enabling uh, slavery. Ten Guatemalans put into late trafficking and labor, tra- labor camps uh, to, you know, for the benefit of a master. Isn't that great? Exactly. Exactly. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. Federalist had another great article. Joe Biden is using your tax dollars to make American kids hate their country. Oh, and it's 
this is the part that's super frustrating, man. This is the part that we're fighting for. The kids, the future generations. Uh, the Biden administration cites the anti-American 1619 Project, hate monger Ibram X. Kendi, as guiding its criteria for federal American hist- uh, history and civics education's grants grants in a proposed rule out in a federal register on April 19th. So, I mean, as we all know, uh, Trump introduced the 1776 uh, program and we need to get that implemented and this needs to go bye-bye. Yeah, we got to work. We got to pressure our local leaders to to find ways to make sure we're teaching civics and, and his true history and the rest. You're right, man. Uh, I can't agree more. It's 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 1619. It's critical race theory. It's Howard Zinn's, you know, people's uh, American history. Ibram X. Kendi is just a race baiting grifter. Marxist. Yep. Totally. Uh, go to his website. Click on the button that says have him speak. Call his speakers bureau agent like I did and find out how much he'll charge you to come speak back <laughs> when i did it 25 to 30 grand depending upon um what we were willing to have available for him basically in the back room in terms of food and refreshment. so we were right joe about the barkley and uh shack uh pay- payoff i'm going we're going I'm sticking with 50 for barkley and shack probably got 100 to 150 for a buyoff so that's pretty good go what do you got next joe yeah i agree i agree wholeheartedly there uh, Detroit police chief, chief demands Rashida Tlaib resign after her reckless comments about cops. I really wanted to play this. Uh, let me, he, let me, he did a good job. Yeah, let me let me play this real quick because this is really good. Can't hear it. My bad. Hang on one sec. Thank you, brother. I got so you, are. just V. We take over our school boards. Indeed, we did. We have to. We have to be in, uh, well in touch with knowing what our school boards are doing. Chief, you're uh, chief. I've known you a little while now. You're you're upset with these comments. What should happen to Rashida right. Tlaib? You know what? If I've made comments on par with her, they'd be calling for my resignation. Should, now, we, we, should Rashida Tlaib resign? By a very small margin. I'm oh, sorry, I'd Chief. love to see her resign. I'll throw her a goodbye party. I'd have a party, Charlie. I'd throw her a party. He says, I'll throw her a goodbye party. <laughs> Wait, hang on. There's a little bit more. Let me play the rest. Let her go. Who is she speaking for, Charlie? Let me just say this. When you talk about abolishing police, incarceration, you talk about safe cities, what, what do you think the residents in Detroit want? I know. I speak with them. They're reckless, Charlie. So is she truly representing uh, the people or is she representing a fringe group? There you go. She's representing the fringe group. You, we need to get that GoFundMe going for one-way plane tickets to Venezuela. We really need to do that. <laughs> I know, right? Let me just knock these out. Uh, a couple other ones out real quick here, guys, and then uh, I'll hand it back over to you. Um, why Biden's deal uh, to have Mexico secure its Guatemalan border can't work. This is by Todd Bensman. We had him on the show. Another great article by him. I mean, if you guys aren't following him at all, definitely check this out because his work is amazing. He uh, he does a great job. This is out of the national interest. I'm looking forward to having him back on. That was a great discussion with Todd. He's doing great work out there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So coronavirus cases are surging in Chile, even though it has one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. Unbelievable. Uh, great article here out of Daily Caller. Um, let me keep going, guys. I'm going to keep hopping through these. Uh, lockdown impact. 70K Italian stores may never open again. But online retailers surge. Uh, so interesting there in Italy how they're going to lose probably 70,000 uh, Italian stores. Uh, this was super interesting. AB and AMRO to pay $574 million to settle laundering probe. And then this, that was actually yesterday. And then today I looked back and Dansky bank CEO resigns over Monday laundering probe into ABN AMRO. So interesting stuff going on there. And then two other quick ones, guys, national file, uh, Florida sheriff tells blue state refugees don't register to vote and vote the stupid way you did up north. <laughs> so if you want to move to Florida, I'm telling you, DeSantis and the uh, sheriff there are not fucking around. I'm just going to put it that way. The last one was an American Thinker article, which was another really good article here. This one was executive order canceling the Constitution. Uh, basically, that's pretty much what Biden's trying to do in, in general is basically just signing executive orders to cancel the Constitution. But if you get a chance, it's a really good article. That's your rapid fire, guys. Back to you. Yeah, definitely want to read that one. I, I got a chance to scan it a little bit, but that is a really good article. Uh, Rise Attire, USA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored. And uncensoreddave.com. Do me a favor. Go to riseattireusa.com when you get a second. Check them out. They have uh, awesome gear. They have the, the, the foxhole gear. They have the heck did I just do? Uh, they have the foxhole gear. They have special red pill 78 and uh, methods gear. Uh, they have all kinds of sweet other stuff when you get a chance. Put in discount code ABEWAVE, A B E W A V E. You can get a 10% discount. Help the show and get some sweet gear for yourself and support a patriot. Uh, business a uh, minute and a half of your time for a rise attire advertisement and then your calls after the top we've reached a pivotal moment in the great awakening culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago but now we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil so get in we're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAVE for 10% off your first purchase. Check them out when you get time. Also go to the Brothers Uncensored website, which is uncensoredabe.com right now. Go there, click on the store, click on the link, and you'll take you to our store if you want to get some sweet uh, swag from us. You can do that as well. What's that? 
Yeah, man. Seven two seven. You are next. Our first stop in the books. Let me uh, get your name if you could unmute, and I uh, will bring you on air here momentarily. Uh, let's see here. Get all these. I got to get all kinds of good things freaking mixed back up because there's mute buttons and everything else clicked everywhere. Okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Always in Texas. Texas Bear, good to see you out there. Uh, yes, yeah, yep. 727. Can I get your name, please? Yeah, my name's Sean. Sean, Hey, John. Up, How's it going today, John? Yeah, give me one second because I think. Gosh, did you yeah, say go. John or Sean? Sean. Gotcha. Sean. Yeah, so you've got one of my Ohio buddies with you today. Yeah, man. Mark Paquita's in the house. Hey, where are how you, doing, man? Mark? Good. How are you? Where are uh, you? Well, right now I'm down by Sugar Grove, but you know I grew up, I grew up in Grove City, and then I relocated to Upper Arlington. Gotcha. And my my folks lived up there in Dublin. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm your neighbor. Gotcha. And uh, it, I've been I've been wanting to catch you for a while. As, uh, you're doing some stuff here that's encouraging. I mean, we we had a Republican governor here that showed us when was that? not a Republican governor. Yeah, I was going to say he when was a, that? Yeah, <laughs> well, when 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 everything started happening about a year ago, all my friends were like, "Yeah, I don't know what's up with this guy." I was like, "Well, he's not a Republican." That's for sure. And they were like, "No, he's a Republican." I was like, "Because there's an R next to his name." He's, right. he's a mule, you know. Yeah, he's a mule. It's like it's like Black Lives Matter. It's like you, it's amazing when you see I the mean, light bulb you, when you talk to somebody like that, Sean, and you see that light bulb go off in their head. Like, huh? I never really thought of it like yes. that. Yep. yep. Yes, that, that, that. It's like I remember when I was a little kid. My grandparents took me to a, a Doug Henning show. I, I don't know if you know that guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. The uh, he, he was, he was like the magician, David Copperhill. Right? What's that? Magician, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 he uh, he did some pretty cool stuff, and I, I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and I saw some guy running down the aisle, running down the aisle, and I was like, "Hey, there he is!" And, and the whole trick was blown, you know. But had I not said that, everybody would have got their money's worth, you know, because they came there to be deceived. You know, the, the, the trick's only good if the tell doesn't show, right? Yep. Right. And we've been getting tricked for so long. I posted in your Twitch chat today uh, an excellent reading of the Declaration of Independence. And I played it for people, and sometimes I got to play it for them like three or four times. And every single aspect of the definition of a tyrant, I can point at our federal government, at our alphabet soup agencies. And I can say, see right there, you're doing that. At this time, he's transporting large armies of mercenaries to come here and complete the acts of death. What's going on on our borders? You know, the only reason, and you, you had mentioned this earlier, Mark, about like the function of our federal government, and, and it's, it, it's really kind of small. I can put it in a little fishbowl. Yeah, and, and all, it, all, it, it basically is designed to kick ass, right? I mean, right. 
percent of what's unit. in the Constitution is to kick ass, not our ass, like they're doing now. Yeah, that's right. Someone that's who wants right, to get us off, right? That's right. That's right. It's the warning bell, right? To rally us together. It's to, it's to utilize our forces. It's it's to sound the bell. It's Paul Revere, right? Hey, yeah, they're coming. Okay, right. We get together and we do our thing, but they prevented us from protecting ourselves. They've taken away our courts. They've placed these fake governors, like I just mentioned before, these fake governors in place, right? They they put people in Congress, right? And these people call themselves lawmakers. And every time I've called in, I got to keep reminding this: the first five words of the First Amendment say, "Congress shall make no law." The rest you got to understand that for, you know over 30 years but for 30 years they've been hacking down the tree of our religion man our link to god our understanding of god and it's uh, under assault today i mean today there was two or three other stories uh locally in canada and worldwide of cop the christians being murdered they're going after christians hard right now they're coming after us so in the declaration of independence it talks about the prince right but i i want to talk about principalities and who the prince is here, because God told us, you know, when we got evicted from Eden, this is the devil's realm, and no who is the prince here? No, who is the prince here, right? And and God gave him authority to do that. I don't know how I feel about that just yet. I got a lot more learning to do before I can really pass judgment on that, but. He is here, and what we are seeing is not an attack of our government. Well, let me say it like this. Most people don't understand. I went to buy Constitution, pocket constitutions today, and there was a review on there that said the parts about God were highlighted, so I can't put this in my public school. What the fuck? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. What? What? Wait. That's where it all comes from. That's what's happening. They didn't want to write down the book. Yeah. Yes, that's why they, that, that's why in Democrats. In our lifetime, it's been happening. That's why Sir Democrats Sean. went hard after this in the in the uh, late 80s. They went after that uh, church and state uh, and the federal that's government right. and through church the courts. Church and state is an erroneous ruling, man. Yep, it is. If you, if you go back, if you go back, right, and even in the earlier 1800s, they ruled absolutely so if we were Correct. to go by presence and standing, let's go to the original presence and standing where they said, hell yes, it is. Very well said, Mark. So, go ahead. So, so Sean, you, you raise a good point. What the, the founding fathers, if you read the Federalist Papers and you read the other correspondence right. and writings they did right. prior, correspondence. Yes. They, right. they talk about religion all the time but what they say is right. that you can't be denied rights you can't be not denied the natural rights that god gives you because of a religion right because of what right. you believe in right that's everybody right. has that. those natural rights okay that's right and and if you look at their writings they basically said we cannot keep this republic this union together without the, the, what I'm going to call the glue 
that a that a Judeo Christian kind of moral character kind of structure infrastructure. Think of it as a as a a, a, a skeleton, right? That the oh. that the the meat in the organs oh. are put on, as, right? As and, a man, and, as a man of faith, as a man of faith, what do you have to live for? outside of what god promised you man nothing there but, is but nothing. most importantly nothing. mark what you're nothing. getting ready to get to and i want to make sure you i want to i want to give you a chance to to make sure you make this point because this is important the the reason why the federalist papers and the people who wrote the the correspondences were were discussing this is be very because of a very important thing inalienable rights these are not rights given by government because they understood that if government can give rights they can take rights away that is what the most important foundation of the principles of america that exists and and the last point i want to last point i want to make sean let me just make this last point the other thing that if you read the Federalist Papers and you read these documents that they talk about is the need for marriage, a man and a wife, and how important a wife uh, is to a man and vice Is that an act of God, brother? And the family, right? Is that they an act of God? About- Isn't that an act of religion, right? Yeah. I get married to my wife before the eyes of God, not the eyes of the state. And who the hell gave the state the right to charge a fee for admittance and to regulate it? Right. What is family court, brother? Yeah. Man, that's and, good stuff, Sean. And I'm like, you've got to read, like, I get into arguments online all the time with people who, who will go to the site and read, like, five, you know, pages of some site on the Constitution. And I'm like, if you haven't been through the Hillsdale course, if you haven't read that thing a numerous times, the IOT uh, yeah, course, Hillsdale, yeah. all this stuff, yeah. if you haven't read the Federalist yeah. Papers, if you hadn't read some of the other stuff behind You haven't it, read the Lee's Resolution. If, if you, you don't you know that the Virginia Constitution me, was the first one. Yeah. You want to have a conversation with me, great, but you're going to be embarrassed, okay? And I can't help it, right? Like, I'm just giving you facts. <laughs> facts yeah, I like you facts and facts too much. <laughs> Sean, I got to let you go, brother. I appreciate you very Thanks, much. Right, man. Great call, Sean. Hey, Mark, appreciate it. We, we, got, we, we, got, we, got a, we got to meet up sometime here in Ohio, so, man. So, I, would I mean, really you like can go to, to my website, hand. and you can email me. It's just mark at Pakita for Senate 2022com So, if you go to my website, you see the domain yeah. name. It's mark at. I'm at events all the time. I mean, uh, I'm going to reach out night. to you. I live in a yeah. place that you'll want to come visit me when you're down here, man. I yeah. live in a vacation resort. Yeah, well, <laughs> wherever, man. So let me know. All right. Thank hey, you, guys. Right. You all have a blessed Thanks, night. Sean. Call. God bless you. Thanks, hey, call back call. again, man. I appreciate you very God much. God bless you, too. I, I will. Take care of yourself. Sean, great call, man. I appreciate that. I love uh, when people bring those um, those kind of discussions in a passionate way. We should be passionate about it. When when you understand what the founding fathers were trying to tell us, and, and the uh, Federalist and Anti-Federalist papers were warning us against, um, you see you see much more clearly. And that's the goal is to try to to have people understand that the the founding fathers back in the day warned us for what is happening today. That is oh, the reality of oh. it. Uh, 714, let me, can I get your name, please? Uh, this is Texas Bear 77. How are you doing, guys? Texas hey. Bear, good to hear from you. <clears throat> Texas Bear, how are you doing today? <clears throat> I'm doing okay. Um, thank you for your guest being here. Um, I, I'm half Jewish. I'm sorry, I don't want to mispronounce his name. 
but I'll just say Mr. P. So thank you for being here. It's like the banana. It's Paquita. It's like the banana with a P or the power tool with a P. Okay, so Paquita? Paquita, Chiquita, Paquita, yeah. Paquita, okay. My apologies. I have a regular last name. Anyway, um, I'm about to call out three people. Just V in your um, foxhole chat. Um, Always in Texas. And actually, I'm halfway done with his poem. And I might have to redo it. And then you got Kelly17. And I think Lacey hey, Texas, might be Baird, here. But... Can I can I interrupt you for a moment? Do do you have uh, something specifically for for uh, Mark Paquita today? Because I kind of want to keep on topic with uh, with the guest today. If not, could you do this uh, uh, later in the week, please? Oh uh, no, no problem, no problem at all. What is his thoughts on what is going to transpire as far as Minnesota, Chicago, Portland, Seattle? I mean, Seattle right now they've boarded up. Bank of America and a whole bunch of other places, they're getting ready for something. What are your thoughts on that? So my thoughts on that are that um, that upheaval and that kind of um, civil unrest is just like the coronavirus pandemic. The more that Democrats can keep us holed up and focused on that, the less uh, opportunity we have to be out as patriots at events talking and educating and waking people up okay so um i think that probably some of these businesses were warned by the local or federal governments to do what they're doing because those governments want the riots they want the upheaval they want the unrest and they're like, I mean, look at it. The Minnesota or the Minneapolis governor had a press conference, I believe it was today, basically calling for riots. Okay. This is ridiculous. I, I had a press release out two weeks ago asking Governor DeWine what his plan was if there were riots after the Chauvin uh, uh, decision came down. And his response wasn't to me, but people asked about it. People that I know uh, asked about it at an event he was at. And he's like, well, if towns or cities ask for the help of the state, we'll consider it. He had no plan. He did, he, his plan was to have no plan because he's a rhino and he's like, the more disruption we have, the more I can act as if I'm a leader, the less noise my... Uh, big competition, Joe Blystone will get, and he won't get any time and name recognition, and I'll get reelected. I mean, and anybody who thinks that this guy isn't thinking that way is crazy. That's exactly how these people think. They're sociopaths and psychopaths. They have no conscience. All they care about is themselves. That's what I think about that situation. What do you think? Well, my next question to you. Um... Not necessarily what I think. What I think, I'll go ahead and say it. I, I think uh, a lot of stuff is, is about to transpond into chaos, fear, a whole bunch of other things. What do you think the next six months, as far as our country, are we looking at the election being overturned? Now, I'll say one thing. Joe Biden was inaugurated before 12 o'clock 
1143, 1144, whatever it was, the Constitution says the president is inaugurated at 12 o'clock. So was that an actual inauguration? Yeah, I, I, I'm not the guy to talk about minutes and seconds like that, right? It happened. He's in office. The next six months, I think, uh, so I've got, a, I've got a theory about Arizona. I think that Donald Trump didn't contest the election as strongly in terms of leaving office as he could have because he was basically saying, listen, if I contest this, we'll be 50-50 we'll still have this, this, this bifurcation, this division in the country. I, I think he basically rolled the dice to see if something like Arizona would happen. So let me ask you this question. If the Arizona, the Maricopa County results come back and it shows that Trump won in a landslide, what happens? The next thing would, that would happen is it would go, I mean, we've got 3,600, 3,300 counties in the United States. They've already eh, started going to a whole bunch of counties last year. So they've got a lot of that wrapped up. Um, the next thing would go to, what, Georgia, New Mexico? I don't know. I have not an answer for that question that you just posed. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was, it was more of a, not a rhetorical question, but a philosophical question. What, so people see that and then they decide, well, wait a minute, what, what Republicans and Donald Trump have been saying is true. And I think that means independents vote for Republicans, centrist Democrats vote for Republicans. And my fear is that when that happens, uh, the Republican party, because they're so weak, doesn't jump on it and take advantage of that and reach out to those people. Because that outreach to those people has to be different than the outreach to dyed in the wool conservatives. Uh, and, and I've talked about where I think that the Republican party needs to go and I won't bore everybody with it here, but I think everybody should think about what will happen. And as conservative Republicans, what can you do to draw more people into the party in the event that, that Maricopa comes back and it, it's essentially proof of all the things we've said about election fraud? I understand that. And, and I understand. Add, I'll just add real quick, Texas Bear. I, there, I, it, there's no chance really that I see a constitutional path to reversing what, what has already been done. So I, no. I you know, for me, I'm not <laughs> no. even, it's not even an option. I'm worried about 2022, 2024 at this point. Yeah. I, that's exactly I, I agree. I agree. Um, yep. That's actually a good conversation. Thank you guys very much. Hey, I Texas appreciate, Bear. I appreciate Bear. you, man. Thank you. Sorry, Joe, go ahead. No, I just said the same thing. Appreciate your call, Texas Bear. Have a great day, brother. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Look forward to hearing from him uh, later this week indeed. So open the phone line there now. Uh, just checking in on what's kind of going on around it. There is uh, some activity happening in Minnesota already, um, truck being surrounded, and they don't know if uh, uh, the truck fled and if anybody got injured. Um, other than that, it's uh, 
there's a lot of celebration going on right now. So um, let's hope and pray that, um, you know, maybe this can be a, a step, uh, how, however uh, illegitimate, a step towards maybe the country healing itself in some way. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just now I'm just waiting for another one of these to happen tomorrow or something. That's just what I'm the most worried about. I, I can't imagine being a police officer uh, tonight or tomorrow or the rest of this year for that matter. There's definitely a lot of them that, you know, I saw comments in chat and stuff too. people saying that this has really got to, you know, affect a, a lot of police officers for sure. No doubt about it. We got uh, Glenn's in the house, so he's working on getting his mic hooked up here, and we'll see what he has to say. I want to give a shout-out to everyone out there in chat. Appreciate you guys today. What are you guys seeing out there? You guys seeing any other breaking news besides this? Sometimes when you see stuff like this happen, there's something else going on in the world. So do me a favor. Put your uh, put your rabbit ears up out there in the chat, and let me see, tell me if there's anything else going on in the world. Uh, Glenn, what's on your mind today, brother? Hey. Hi, Joe. Hi, Abe. Hi, uh, was hey, Glenn, it uh, Mr. Pakita? Uh, Oops. You... Sorry about that. Uh... <laughs> Mike is always hot. still still really hot. Uh, I got it way away from my mouth. Do you do you have the ability uh, to lower it some or no? Not really. Uh, let me. No, uh, let's see. No, no, not really. All right, do uh, me a favor. Uh, after this, uh, go into your audio settings and zoom and and turn your mic down about uh, three quarters of the way. Okay, and that should I fix will. it. Uh, what's on your mind? I'll just lower it on on my end uh, quite a bit, which means if you guys, Joe and uh, and Mark, are going to need to speak up a little bit while we have uh, uh, Glenn with us. Glenn, what's on your mind today, brother? Oh, not much. I'm hearing all this hopium again. Uh, in my opinion, studying the Constitution the way it is, I cannot see a course for Trump to go back after Maricopa. I'll explain it to you. The Constitution says. The Electoral College selects the president, not the popular vote, not any of that. It's the state legislatures or or the state congresses that tell the electors how to vote. They have already done that. The electors are free to change their vote and not and be a faithless elector. So because of the way the Constitution is set up, even if Maricopa County gets proven to be completely false. Maybe, even if the every state in the union gets proven to be completely false, we are still stuck with Biden and Harris because of the Electoral College. You got to look into that stuff. Yeah. The you're only thing... Glenn, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the part of the lack of civics being taught in our society, and you have to be a self-taught freaking... Uh, you know, constitutional scholar at the at best, you know, even a, even a, actually you don't have to be a scholar. You can just have a basic understanding of it and understand uh, what, that the argument that uh, President Trump went after Pence on the night of, of the, of January 6th, it just does not make sense. It does not hold water. You have to understand how the system works and the vice president does not have a say in, in state certified electors. It's just not possible. Nope. He, uh, the only uh, thing that Pence could have done if the uh, National Archives had actually set up the opposing electors is to contest the election at that point. But the uh, uh, National Archives did not send in the opposing electors from those four states. So here's a question. Is there is there state legislature's... Uh, precedent for rescinding 
a certified elector after a president has been sworn in. I don't think there's precedent for that. I I have uh, Mark. uh, What do you think? I I don't think there is. And I'm, I want to make sure everybody understands. I'm not, I'm not asserting that if Maricopa comes back and it shows that Trump won by landslide, which I believe could happen, that that means anything for Donald Trump being made president. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that that will be an example of how this election was stolen and that it should be used to the fullest and highest advantage by Republicans to conservative Republicans to take the House back and maybe the Senate in 22, but certainly the Senate in 24 and the presidency in 24 and hamstring Biden to essentially neuter him from doing anything between the time that that house gets uh, 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 taken back till the time he's out of office. Yeah, you know what? Now I've got um, I've got one further thing for you. If the elections are are found to be fraudulent, and they go through all the routine in those in all the states that use Dominion, they would have to do a hand recount. And find out that their Congress, the uh, representatives and their senators, would be changed because the ones that won would be thrown out. Well, they don't have to do anything. But that would be the that would be the only option we have of changing anything with a fraudulent election. Yeah, I, I don't. That would be the that would be the only remedy. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen though. I think we're we're stuck with Biden for four years unless he succumbs to Kamala Harris. Uh, oh, he's out. He's out in June. He's out by June, I think. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Here's the thing that I that I love about this is you know there's not there's not a lot of people that are allowing this discussion to have on why it's a not exactly just a snap a finger Biden's president. There's there's it's much deeper of an issue than we want it to believe that that that's going to happen if we do see decertification. I we would have to see this decertification of the electors in four states minimum at least. Some states we might need five. So even if one state did decertify, then you got to get the other states to do it. And I, I and here in Wisconsin we have a great Republican um they're actually Republican, conservative Republican base here that's doing great work. I, I don't think we would be able to be able to get it through the Senate here in 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 uh, in, in Wisconsin. So I don't know, man. There's um. All right, I got I got two quick points, real quick that I saw in chat there. Did I, I didn't interrupt you? Sorry, brother. Did I? No, you're good. Uh, just real quick, because I saw two good comments out there. First off, Denise said something about what about the president who was sworn in, and a few weeks later it was overturned. I believe she was talking about Bush and Gore, right? Um, do, or no, I, I'm not, I'm not, I do not know about a president who was sworn in. Oh, you're talking about the Florida thing. You're talking about the Florida election fiasco. Well, in that case, uh, it was, it was still in the States. It was, it was a state issue, not necessarily a, a, a the, the electors weren't certified yet in that case. Right. That went back and, and the, forth. And then the second comment was by Thumper Rose. He said fraud nullifies electoral college. No, because uh, the fraud is at the local level, and 
remember, it's not a popular vote to get the president. It's an electoral vote to get the president. And the state's uh, legislatures choose how to select that, and then they select it and select the electors from there. It's nothing to do with popular vote, believe it or not. That so, would yeah. be the. So I don't know. I just don't. That's so. This is why I'm glad we had this discussion because this is why I don't waste time waiting for a miracle to happen because I don't see a path to that miracle. It's not. Let's focus on what the reality is right now. If something comes up, right, and Maricopa does, and then the Arizona legislature decertifies, and then other state legislatures start to move towards that angle, let's talk about that when we have that that option. Right now, we're not even close to having an option of a sliver of hope for it, so I don't understand what the advantage of pushing hope porn, and this this is in direction to President Trump's staff, I don't understand the, the, the upside of pushing hope porn by President Trump's uh, closest people. And, Don, no, the electoral votes are based on the people voted, but it's also based on what the legislatures cho- choose to vote for. Now, the legislatures are basing their vote on the people's vote, yes, but that doesn't necessarily have to be. You can have the people vote for uh, for X, and the le- and the legislature say no. Y is going to win, so we're going to say send all the Y electors over. It, it's it's a little bit more complicated than a lot of people understand. The only cho- chance we have is if fraudulent elections come up, that Congress gets changed out, which could happen uh, because we're what two votes shy in the Senate and. I think we're five votes shy in the House right now. There are several examples of of le- state legislatures, um, House of Representatives, and I think even senators uh, that have uh, taken office and then fraud has been proved and then they've uh, done special elections or another version of, of fixing that. So, yeah, I mean, it's that that is possible. I'm with you. I'm, I mean, and that would be interesting, too, if we were to get that done before 2022. Uh, that would just be interesting <laughs> to see how that would play out with the, with the vote, you know. And Dumper Rose also added that constitutional recourse is to nullify those state electors. If AZ uh, Arizona decertifies those electors, they do not count towards Biden. So just interesting. 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 Yeah. Uh, and Abe, I'd like to thank you very much for yesterday where you allowed me to ask Denise oh, a few questions yeah. and take over your show on you. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever take over the show again, but, uh, but please feel free to have those discussions. That's what, that's what the goal of this is. I appreciate that very much. The the other thing I want to say, too, on this front is um, the way that we're interpreting what happens in a in a proven fraud situation is before a president has been sworn in that everyone's using that as what could happen going forward. That we have to look at those as two different things. Once a state has certified electors and the Electoral College has approved them and the vice president has signed off on them and a president has been sworn in, that's a different scenario than before that all of that happens. So there's, I think there's too much hope in the idea that if a state decertifies those electors that that's going to make a change at the federal elector level, Does that, if that makes sense. Mark, what yes, do you think about Mark? What do you think about this discussion anyway? And what do you think about the President Trump's team still pushing whole porn? I, I don't think 
President Trump's team is pushing help for him. Are they? I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah. I, I mean, t- Joe, am I wrong on this? Am I overcritical? Who? I see people outside of the Trump organization push again, but I haven't seen he or his family doing that. Um, you know, there's definitely a little bit out there. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, Scavino, I love him to death. He, he's, he's definitely pushing it a little bit. Um, but you know, at the same time, is he I, I, really pushing it or is he, is he just trying to take eyeball, keep eyeball? That's what I was going to say, Mark. Okay. I'm glad okay. you said that because that's what I feel. I feel like he just wants to kind of keep eyeballs on. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's trying to push the hope porn, but, um, you know, everything is is under a microscope when it comes to Trump and anybody that's close to him. So that's the other problem we have. <laughs> yeah, and Patricia, uh, Patricia uh, it's not that I'm so smart. It's that I've been looking at the Constitution for the past 10 years or so, ever since Obama got in and we started getting that whole uh, birther movement going. I wanted to, I had to go through the Constitution and, Glenn and I, Glenn and I didn't know this, but him and I have had years of battles on Twitter, backing each other up with constitutional arguments. And it uh, now it's an awesome to be able to have you on the show. I've had so much respect for you because every time I got to a point where I was getting close to hitting a wall or not quite sure where I was coming, he'd step in and go, "And then there's this." <laughs> yeah, well, that's after eight, that's after what ten years or so of. Yeah. Uh, reading the Constitution and going through having it. Having the discussions, having the arguments, yeah, doing it and figuring it out, having the constitutional lawyers step in and say, hey, will you have a point here, but also look at this. Yeah, there's a, there was a right. whole I mean, education like period there. Those 26 pages are a lot of reading and a lot of understanding. Well, for me, it's 26 pages printed out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, going through the, uh, annot- uh, the U.S. Constitution annotated, which is where all the Supreme Court stuff comes in and says, okay, this is what it means. There, I, I can give you the site later if you want, but this is what we what you go through. Uh, when Obama came in, I had forgotten my oath, that I was never released from that oath of office when I, took, when I joined the Air Force, that I, I am supposed to support and defend the Constitution from all enemies, both foreign and domestic, and to support the Constitution. I had forgotten about that. I thought I was released until I went back, and nope, there was no release for any of us veterans from that oath of office. That, that oath does not expire, absolutely. It's forever. Any last uh, thoughts, Glenn, for, uh, for Mark? No, I'm, I'm all good today. I didn't have very much. I didn't write down very much because there wasn't very much in the news. Yeah. My, uh, my news sources seemed to have been down uh it didn't seem like they were doing any real notice that huh yeah i noticed that uh like uh disclosed tv which is one of my semi which is one of the ones i look at didn't do but two posts all day eilnt which is one of my foreign source news sources only showed like three three different articles aurora which i know you don't like but it's one of my sources that I look at. Well, I don't. Hardly. I don't necessarily. It's not that I don't like them. I I also use them as sources. It's more just beware that they are a propaganda outfit. But uh, yeah, I noticed that today too, Glenn. But I appreciate you very much today, man. I'll let you go for today, and we'll appreciate leave the call, Glenn. Oh no problem, guys. You guys have fun. 
Love you all, and God bless everybody out there. God bless you, you, Glenn. Thank you, man. Get a little suntan lotion on that nose, man. (laughs) Hey, Shadanon, good to see you out there, brother. Hope all is well. Uh, Oh, and (laughs) sorry, I had to. And real quick, um, Jet Rover, expand your thinking, guys. We have interference with foreign actors, meaning act of war on our elections. And? Interesting. Interesting comment. Just just an interesting comment. Yeah, I, I so what we're gonna go to war and and bring President Trump back? Is is that your hope? <laughs> yeah, it is an act of war. I'm with you. I mean, you don't see anybody doing anything about it though. Hey, just real quick, uh Don just dropped two quick things in um in the Discord here. It looks like a fatal officer involved shooting in Columbus, Ohio, one person dead, crowd is starting to show up. Um so that just came in. There you go. Is that is that over this Chauvin thing? I don't know. I don't think so. It just says it, it's a fatal officer involved shooting in Columbus, Ohio. One person dead. Crowd starting to show up. So interesting. Great. And then the second thing that just popped up was President of Chad killed during visit with frontline troops. Rebels now looking to take the capital. Whew. Interesting. So just those two little things that Don had uh, through in Discord. Appreciate it, Don. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I don't know, man. But good discussion. I'll open a phone line, guys. If you guys want to hop in there and let us know what's on your mind, feel free to. Um, I'm, you know, scanning. Up. It's, it's interesting, Joe, because I did see. Oh, that's right. Now I got everyone's volume is super low because I had to turn oh, it yeah. way down. Crap. Sorry, guys. Um, I was trying to see if there was any other new stuff going on, man. It's it's weird. It was it is like most of the news has just stopped for the day. <laughs> no, there's there's uh there's quite a bit actually, but you know, a lot of it of course revolving around none other than the Chauvin case, but there are some other things out there that I've seen uh pop up recently. Uh there is actually one by Zero Hedge uh that popped in it's talking about how stocks slump as world's biggest asset manager warns market feels a bit frothy. Um yeah. <laughs> Which as we all know, I mean it's pretty volatile right now. Yeah. Um Pelosi says this after the after announcing after the verdict was announced. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice. Because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will be synonymous with justice. Uh, What the? (laughs) Got to cheer on the crackheads. (laughs) Yeah. I stand with the drug dealers. Is Is that her announcement, I guess? Oh, my God. I just saw this one, too. Uh, if Amy Joe's out there, Oregon moles, moles over making mask mandate permanent. Yeah. This just, this just dropped. That. What the heck? This is out of zero hedge. The requirements first introduced last year in an attempt to slow the spread. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. So it's set to expire May 4th, the original. Um, so... That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Poor Amy Joe out there. She's probably <laughs> could only imagine. Looks like they just moved in the National Guard into downtown uh, Minneapolis. So there's that. 
I don't know. What's uh, Mark? What What do you have going on uh, upcoming here in the uh, in this week? You know, since the last time we talked, what were you up to, and what do you have upcoming for uh, in the next couple of weeks? So uh, tomorrow night I'm in Medina at a Republican Club meeting. Thursday night I'm in Wycliffe at a uh, meeting of multiple Patriot clubs. Uh, Friday night, where am I Friday night? I'm somewhere Friday night. Why can't I remember it? Um, so you're staying busy, huh? Oh yeah. Saturday, I've got an event, cornhole and a barbecue, Claremont County. Oh, Friday, I'm in East Liverpool. I'm sorry. Next week is pretty much booked, but I don't remember. I know Monday I'm back up in Strongsville or Parma. Uh, and the rest of the week becomes a blur to me. I've got events every day, like literally every day. Awesome. Uh, most days I could have three events, but they overlap because they're in the evening, right? So you just can't do it. I, I think I, I will be able to go to an event every day between now and the primary. You're still seeing invited. a lot of... Uh, not, not me putting them on, people saying we want to have you come talk. Love it. Uh, I- our, our social media has gone from like, I'm just going to make this number up. I don't remember the bottom number, but like, 10,000 people exposed in a week to 135,000 people exposed in a week. And it's growing by like 30 or 40,000 people a day Great. now. So Staying uh, busy, huh? we'll probably be within the next couple of months to a million people a day being exposed to our social media message. So we're, we're, we're killing it. Um, you still see the line satisfied but we're i think that we're killing i want our volunteers to know that we're killing it yeah and you know shout out to all that i'll shout out to all of them that are doing all that hard work that's uh that's people putting the hours in is what that is man and and then you you get the payback every time people do that are you still seeing when you talk to people on the ground you're still seeing that that uh people are still pretty fired up (laughs) oh yeah Uh, they're angrier now than they were two months ago and one month ago, they were angrier than they were two months ago. So their level of anger is just increasing. And I think the stupidity of what Joe Biden is doing is fueling it. And I'm seeing now, so people are coming back to meetings who said, you know, after January 6th, I just went away for a couple months, right? And now yeah. they're getting reactivated and also I'm seeing people who told me I will never vote again say, yeah, that was a stupid decision. I am going to vote again. And I'm going to make sure we get those guys out of those people out of office. That's, that's what I'm saying. And the number one issue we've talked about this before election integrity by far, there's nothing, no matter where I go, East, South, East, South, East, West, North or South, big crowds, small crowds, uh, more affluent areas and suburbs, small town, rural, herding communities, election integrity, number one issue by far. Is there talk of uh, voter ID at all? Uh, well, yeah, everybody wants voter ID. Even when I talk to what I'll call a hostile crowd in terms of liberals, 40, 72% of the United States wants voter ID. Okay, McLaughlin poll or or... Um, Rasmussen poll, I get them announced. So 75% wants voter ID, 82% want term limits. These are unifying issues. And the reason, and people are like, well, if they're so unifying, why aren't we seeing legislation? And I'm like, well, we are. 
Ted Cruz and Rick Scott have tabled legislation on term limits numerous times, and McConnell wouldn't bring them up. And now Schumer, forget it. Yeah. Uh, and I am bringing this up with everybody so they know it. It, it is... It is a unifying, these are two unifying issues and Washington is just tone deaf to it. They really are. And that's, um, you know, I mean, that's, we, we, we get one or two in every, every cycle. It seems like we we just got to keep building on it and, and hopefully we can do that. There's, um, you know, I, I remember when they were talking about top issues when president Trump was running for office and it was by far immigration was the biggest issue. So they're, you know, Biden administration's wor- working their way right back towards that again. Uh, so you, do you see any, uh, you know, what, besides that top issue, do you see people looking more locally at, at issues or do you still see uh, people wanting, uh, you know, solutions from the to problems from the federal government? Oh, I, I, they do not want solutions from the federal government. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they want less federal government. I mean, when I talk about reducing the size of the federal government by 50 to 75%, they stand up and clap and cheer, okay? When I say, listen, this is easy, okay? You just look at the Constitution and see what's in there and is enumerated, the powers enumerated to the federal government, and they are, as I like to say, few, okay? The Department of Education could be cut tomorrow. It is duplicative. We've got one in every state. They could be gone. The Department of Labor, same thing, gone. These are two big departments that suck up billions and billions of dollars a year that could be gone overnight and we wouldn't miss a beat, not a beat. Nope. Okay. Then you could look at commerce, interior, agriculture, housing, health and human services. You can go through the list and I'm not suggesting you get rid of everything and I'm not suggesting you, you don't change it to be like, um, you know how the governors have this uh, organization of governors? I forget what they call it. Uh, um, oh, there's a there's a term for it. Yeah, but it's the, like the, yeah, the organization right. of governors or something. Yeah. Uh, to share best practices and get uh, legislation in line. People like I talk to people who are really environmentally sensitive, and they're like, "Well, we can't get rid of the EPA. We need consistency." And I'm like, "Why? M- m- most environmental issues are local." Yeah. Right. Or they're between two states. Something's leaching from here to there. Those two states can handle it. Well, what if there's a dispute? Well, that's what we have the Supreme Court for. Two states go to go to bat. They go to the Supreme Court and we get an answer and they figure it out. I, it's easy. It really is easy. These solutions are, are simple, but they're not easy to implement. Simple, not easy. But the answers are simple. Yeah, Sorry. you know, start no, starting with getting the, about this stuff. <laughs> starting with getting the federal government the hell out of the way. I absolutely right. agree with you. You can solve right. problems by just getting the hell out of our way and 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 allowing us to do to just live our life. What's up, Matt? Good to see you out there, man. Um, you know, I mean, and that's an important issue. All of these things that you talked about are are. Uh, barriers to freedom, you know, and, and right. people talk about them all the time as why do we have these things? Why do we have all this bloated government? And, you know, this is what we end up with now. This is what we end up with. If you don't, if you don't take power into the hands of the local people and, and, and just relinquish that power to the federal government, this is what happens. This is what happens right now. And where we're going right now is what happens. Yeah. I mean, 
this Supreme Court sucks. Eh, I don't know about that. I mean, you could argue that they could have made more rulings, but I mean, again, that our justice system is a disaster. It's 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 much bigger than just the Supreme Court. It's the federal courts, the appeals courts, uh, bought and paid for judges all over the damn place. Um, it's it's much bigger than that, and you know the, the arguments put before the Supreme Court were questionable at best. So you know, I mean. I don't know. I just, you know, there's a story today uh, that the Supreme Court is going to um, let me just let me just pull this up here. Supreme Court uh, skeptical of allowing temporary immigrants to apply for green cards. That sounds like that's a positive thing. Holding with current uh, policy. And, you know, the Supreme Court stood up for that as well. The Supreme Court delivered some bad news to Democrats on Monday in a major immigration case. On Monday, the court expressed skepticism about allowing temporary green card, temporary immigrants protected from deportation to apply for green cards. The case revolves around whether these 400,000 or so immigrants who have been here for over 20 years, Supreme Court uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh in particular, questioned whether the terms of a temporary protected status program, which protects them from deportation, allows the ease of access to green cards. So should because they have this temporary protected status, should it be easier for them to get green cards than those that have been waiting in line even longer that are following the laws? That's what Democrats want. They want to make it easier for these people to get to move from temporary protected status into a green card status. Quote, we need to be careful about tinkering with the immigration statuses as written, particularly when Congress has such a primary role here. Kavanaugh's right on point. That is Congress's role to change these laws. Um, the, the incident stems from Jose Sanchez and Sonia Gonzalez. I always like to personalize the story so we understand what's at stake here. Admit, uh, they attempted to obtain green cards after living under a temporary protected status for more than 20 years following the 2001 earthquake in El Salvador. Uh, the two uh, the two attempted to adjust their status to admitted, but were turned away because originally entered the country illegally. This has major ramifications, and the Supreme Court denied the case. Uh, move, moving forward, they're saying that the state legislatures have to make sure that they are, um, you know, uh, uh, following the laws. So at present, they would have to leave the country uh, before starting the immigration process and starting it over. So just to humanize it a little bit, um, there's an example of a of what I would consider a pretty big uh, Supreme Court win uh, for, you know, the rule of law in America. So there's that. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's see what other stories that I have up today. Oh, uh, Spotify continues censoring Joe Rogan's podcast, so we're we're on Spotify. So we'll see how longer, how much longer that goes. Obviously, we're not competing with Joe Rogan, uh, no. But uh, but all I'm saying is, you know, calling out more censorship when you see it. Um, and they have already taken taken out Alex Jones, so uh, looks like Spotify is making moves towards more censorship as well. Amazon illegally interfered in an Alabama warehouse election. Uh, union alleges in a complaint to federal officials. I, I, I wouldn't really understood this story, but a retail wholesale department store union filed objections with federal label officials, alleging Amazon illegally interfered with a closely watched union drive. So 
Um, apparently, Amazon was making moves to make sure they didn't unionize, which I find to be interesting. And uh, similar to how the union colludes on their side, uh, they were upset that uh, Amazon made moves to inform people about why it would be a bad thing to unionize Amazon. So interesting. They're saying that Amazon interfered with their own company. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that works. It's a private company making their own decisions that they don't want to be unionized. And uh, the story says Amazon appeared in their own company's business. Uh, figure that one out. Uh, protests yeah. planned across Russia uh, to save. Hey, just real quick. There was another there was another article out there in Zero Hedge. I saw that popped up that said Amazon confirms fake delivery truck prowling NYC streets. Hmm. So you got, you know, fake delivery drivers looking like, you know, they're going to Amazon's going to be around and then they they end up being fake. So I just thought that was interesting. What? What's the, what's the reason for that? Well, obviously they're just prowling neighborhoods. So they're not, you know, basically they're probably either looking for another Amazon van. I would, I would probably, you know, looking for someone to drop off a package to where they could steal it. Um, it says, Oh, Oh, so this is not Amazon doing it. It's someone else. Right. It's a fake. I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fake Amazon, which is even more kind of screwed up if you think about it, because how many Amazon, I mean, just in my neighborhood, I see them all day long, dropping off packages up and down my street. So I, I really don't look at it twice thinking, oh my God, that's not a real one. So that's just something to look out for. Yeah, good stuff, man. Uh, the last couple things that I had for you guys all today, uh, Glenn Greenwald, who I normally disagree with often about uh, his take on Bolsonaro in South America, nonetheless, he seems to be somewhat fair in general, has a great thread that you guys are going to want to check out when you guys get time uh, about Officer Sicknick and the truth behind uh the reporting and, and the angles being pushed by the mainstream media after uh, January 6th. Uh, we've covered them pretty extensively and debunked a lot of their media's garbage. The one media source that I wanted to give you guys attention to, uh, Revolver put out this on uh, February 26th. It's called Capital Mystery, Who's Blocking the Evidence? And they did about a three- or four-part series that we talked about and covered on the show during this time. One of them got censored by YouTube, which is how good it was. Uh, experience... Uh, um, it's basically a investigation into the uh, New York Times when they had to backpedal the story about Officer Sicknick. But it's it's so well done that it's even more relevant today. This was done on February 26th. And if you read it today, you're just like, man, that is great reporting. Uh, it is so much more truer today as you see kind of how the media spun it all. And it gives you an example of how you can see through uh, media bias and media spin. So if you want to check that article out, there's that one as well. Uh, Mark, it's been another fun, quick show. A lot of great calls today. Some great discussion. Really appreciate it. Look forward to uh, to having you back in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, we, we pretty much covered what you got going on. Any last thoughts for our listeners today before we let you go? Yeah. All I will say is getting back to a constitutional revival, a constitutional awakening will fix every problem we've got in the United States right now. I will be glad to debate anybody about that on your show, wherever. We can fix every problem we've got by just getting back and sticking to the Constitution, which makes it the second most brilliant book of all time. 
It should be that uniting force. It should be very easy for the vast majority of Americans to unite around the Constitution. There are the left, the radical left is not as big as they make them out to be in the mainstream media. We, the people, have the power. We just got to seize that power. Joe, last thoughts before we roll out today. No, I really appreciate uh, Marky coming on with us. I always learn so much when you're on with us, man. So I appreciate it. And everybody out there in chat between Foxhole and D Live and everywhere else, I really appreciate all the comments. Look forward to seeing y'all again tomorrow. Have a great day. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here today. Tomorrow we have another great show for you. We have uh, it's Amy Joby doing the show after us. Uh, we'll have a, a normal show tomorrow afternoon, so hang out with us. California is here on Thursday. Red Pill 78 is here on Friday for Foxhole Fridays. More great guests coming next week. Appreciate you guys very much. God bless you all. Have a great evening. Much love. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.